Hey buds, today we smoke two citrus strains with brand names. We cover news stories ranging from some marinara marijuana to the next greatest knockout strain. And a conversation where we show Good Buds Isaac how to roll a blunt. All this and more today on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's tope. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 58, airing November 1st, 2021 on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Thank you for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode and all of the other ones that came before it. Before, uh, like, we'll talk more about them later. But Curtis, how are you doing today, man? I am doing pretty damn great. I went recently, picked up stuff from my local dispensary. Mm-hmm. But for the first time, I did something a little bit different, Shank. Oh my goodness! I did something fucking different. What did you do? So normally I just go up and I pull up to the curb and I do this thing called curbside pickup where I'm mm-hmm. at the curb and then I pick up the weed. Yeah, beside the curb, right? Correct. Beside yeah, the okay, curb. Yeah. But I'm like but I'm like in my car, but I'm like by the curb. I get it. So what I decided to do this time is I selected in store pickup. <gasps> so I got to go inside the store to pick it up. So even though I've been in a state that's been legal for quite a while, even with medical way before that, mm-hmm. that I've never actually walked into a legitimate dispensary. Hmm. I've walked into one or two where it was, you know, might as well be like a couple jars on a shelf, but that was it. This was like really fucking. I mean, this wasn't even like pinnacle, like nice lounge chairs and like hmm. one of those Apple Store ones, but yeah. they had a bunch of containers that were open and out that you could smell all like an eighth of each strain that they had available. They had pre packages like laying out in different glass display cases. Nice. All their edibles were on the back wall. The entire thing was lined up, split up into recreational and recreational and medical. So the stronger stuff was on the left, the recreational on the right. Nice. It was a very fantastic fucking place. Very awesome. nice, quick, easy, out of there. The people were very friendly, very helpful. Um, they were out of one strain that I wanted to get, so they waited until I got there, and they're like, hey, what do you want instead? You know, we'll throw something else in for you, but what else do you want instead of that? Oh, so, nice. very nice, very friendly people. I love House of Dank and Centerline, and I always go to them, yeah. but I got some nice weed that I got from them today. I'll tell you about it in a second, but Shank, how about you? How are you doing, man? My day wasn't nearly as exciting as yours. I went into the usual spot that I always go for my cannabis. I grabbed some, um, but that is not what I'm smoking today. I actually got this from a close friend of mine who is a very good craft grower, and uh, they wanted me to review the strain for them. It is one that is readily available, so the buds at home can grab it. Uh, just not the specific one that I have, and I'm really excited to share it with the buds. Um, I had Absolutely. a great week. Halloween nice. is fan-fucking-tastic. It's my favorite time of year. It was literally yesterday when this episode drops, so... Obviously, this was recorded before that, and like I, I, I love Halloween. I'm very excited, and the episode after, we'll talk more about it. But um, I'm stoked to go on with this. But uh, before we do get on to the reviews or anything else, I need to remind the buds at home about all of the uh, the stuff that's very important, which is they get on and check out our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter because we have some really great behind-the-scenes content there that's very funny. They can check it out. We also tell them about incidents, upcoming events, blah, blah, blah. While you're there, give us a follow. They can also jump on our Discord. 
for some really awesome conversation where we check in daily and we do have links downstairs in the description for them below please check them out buds absolutely we love hearing from you we love knowing what you got to say and we like knowing any way that we can make the show better one way that we definitely can make the show better is if you go down below and check out our patreon page we have several tiers that you can choose from including behind the scenes content exclusive for patreon and the ability to listen in on the show live links are downstairs below you can join for as low as a dollar and you can join our other awesome patrons such as mr isaac and mr benji bills Absolutely. We super, super appreciate our patrons, but also we appreciate you buds at home who just take the time to remember to like the, like wherever you're seeing the podcast, take the time to, you know, comment just and subscribe to us because it really, really helps us out every time you do. And be sure to share this with all of your other buds. So that way, you know, buds just, have you ever just sat with your buds and just like been like, dude, what should we do? Show them our podcast because then they'll do the same with their next, you know, stoner circle. True. It's true. It'll just keep going. So anyway. Spread the buds. But, <laughs> speaking of buds. Yeah, so Curtis, do you think we should get on reviews? Yes, sir. Good buds review, good bud. Right on, brother. So what are you smoking for the buds at home today? Well, Shank, today I have for us some Tropicana Kush. Mm. Now, Great. Tropicana Kush is a very, very nice hybrid strain. I like I said I picked this up from House of Dank in Centerline and this is specifically House of Dank's, you know, brew, I guess. They mm. package it up. Um specifically this was produced by IVP Holding. Separate. But it does have, you know, the House of Dank brand on it. Nice. This is a hybrid strain and this is a cross between OG Kush and Tropicana Cookies. Oh. And for those of you who don't know, Tropicana is a really, really fucking nice brand oh, of juice. Delicious. It's one of the delicious. fun fact: orange juice. Even the smell of it gives me heartburn in most brands. When I even sniff orange juice, I get what Tropicana orange juice like their mixes. Don't. Nope. And it's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. So good. Absolutely. I don't even care, don't even care no. what they do to make it that way. <laughs> no. Hey, it carries through to its weed too. I mean, I, they probably have nothing to do with each other, but yeah. This strain is tested at 19% THC with 0.11% CBD, and it's also known to contain a large amount of limonene, so I'm expecting a very citrusy smell, Mm -hmm. but before I can get to smells, I have to go with looks, and the description of these nugs are, they are some nice, mid-sized, very well-sculpted, and smooth, packed-together nugs. Like, they are very dense. Um, really hard to break apart by hand. Like they got that very hard negative, you know, nuggety texture. Um, in terms of the color, they are just a multitude of different little colored flakes, bit, you know, bits and shit kind of just fucked in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just adds this, bits and shits. <laughs> bits and shits just fucked all in. Um, so yeah, it has some vibrant clover greens in there. Uh, it has some bits of dark emerald kind of on the underside of some of the leaves that do kind of extend out. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some spots of minty green in there. It's it's strange because it's just like little bits that are popping up here and there. Yeah. Like um, yeah, but it is very well blended. Um, and it does also have a couple orange hairs that are kind of packed into it as well that just barely are poking out. And the entire thing is... Uh, coated in this very nice coating of these very semi-fine sugary crystals. 
uh, which kind of coat the inside and the outside of the nug. So nice. when you do finally break it apart, you get a lot of that crystallization. But on top of the look, which is very nice, very sugary looking, the smell. <sighs> okay. So this is a very strong lemony citrus scent at the front. It is very good, very potent. There is a bit of this like creamy aspect to it as well. Um, it, yeah, it's hard to describe. It's like a little bit of creamy aspect, but all in all, it's a mainly diesel and lemony scent. It has this bit of cushness to it, but all around delicious, fantastic smell. Kind of that sweet lemon sour head type of smell, but yeah. Yeah, I can't wait maybe, to see how that. Maybe a bit more of maybe a bit more of the fruit mix will come out in the taste or something, you know, like because Tropicana is well, known for their fruit blends and stuff. Well, maybe a little less sixteen candles, a little more touch me. But Shank, <laughs> what do you have for our buds at home today? What do you got to be smoking on? Well, today I'm really excited because I uh, I've wanted this strain for a little while and I haven't been able to find it in stores around here. But my bud managed to grow some and it's magnificent. I got my hands on some Orange Crush. I yeah. Shank, that's a beverage. No, 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 no. I mean, though I tried to smoke Orange Crush before, long story. Um, this is actually the cannabis strain Orange Crush. Um, it's oh, actually, okay. Yeah, it's originally a cross of California Orange and Blueberry. Hmm. Which is interesting. That's, yeah. I yeah, I don't see why I, they I guess these. you crush blueberries? I, that, maybe, maybe, maybe. You're not wrong. Uh, this specific phenotype, like I said, is grown by a private grower, and as such, it does not have any um, THC test content values but generally it tests between 17 and 22 percent thc so it could be anywhere in there um it is a hybrid sativa which uh i'm a big fan of and uh these nugs are gorgeous they're not big um first and foremost these nugs are not big they are very small very like individual kind of compact like nugs uh very small you need several of them to roll a good joint but they do roll good joints um but um <laughs> But the one thing I love about them is, uh, true to the Orange Crush name, they do have this nice light green coloring to them, but they are coated in a beautiful, vibrant coating of orange hair. Um, I can see exactly where it gets its name from because it it looks orange when you look at it. It's nice and orange. Um, it's very sharp. The contrast between the nugs and the, the red hair is very nice and makes it look really good, gives it a satisfying look. Um, and, uh, it does have a nice kind of thin coat of crystal. It's not very noticeable. Um, just kind of peaks out a little bit, but it's a just fine coat of crystal that gives it a little bit of a shine in picks. Like, you know, you take a picture of it and it's going to shimmer a little bit, but not an obscene, not an obscene amount of crystal. And the fact right. that they're tiny little nugs, like, you know, not a lot of surface area. Right. So, um, now the smell though. Oh man, nice. It's so sweet. It's sweet, tangy citrus. Like, it's orange. Oranges. Like, uh, it does have a bit of a heavy, like, kind of grassness. Like, a grassy, like, kind of almost pine tree-like scent behind it. Um, and a right. little bit of an, and a little bit of an earthy scent to it. But overall, it is just citrus. It's very sweet, like candy sweet, which is nice. Like, a candy sweet citrus, which is really enjoyable. It's not the same as Tangerine Dream, though. Like, you know how Tangerine Dream smells like a fucking oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say this tastes like an orange, but it has like that kind of artificial orange flavor or scent, which is good because it is orange crush. 
if it sounded right. if it smelled like real oranges, I'd be like that's supposed to be Tropicana, but it smells like artificial oranges, so I know it's supposed to either be Tang or Crush. And in this case, it's Orange Crush. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, it's uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, super super excited to uh, to try these out. Um, but can't before... wait to Wang Tang that nice Tang. Yeah, no, I can't I can't wait to Wang Tang that nice Tang. <laughs> But uh, basically, before we do smoke them, though, I need to remind the buds at home, if they're not watching our YouTube videos already, that, where they can see these nugs floating behind our head, uh, they can, like, see them back there. Um, they can also subscribe for other exclusive content only on our YouTube channel. Absolutely. That's a damn good idea. Um, if they're not doing that already and they do the whole audio podcast medium, but they want to see what these nugs look like, they can go to our Instagram at goodbudspodcast, where we share pictures of these beautiful nugs for you to go and take looks at. Like, just be like, oh, look at that nice nug. And we also post cool, like, you know, behind the scenes stuff and we post all kinds of shit. But just click that follow button at goodbudspodcast yeah. and you'll get all kinds of great stuff. Exactly. And if you want some extra content coming across your feed, you know, you want to scroll a couple more things while you're taking a shit on Instagram, be sure to check out my personal Instagram at GoodBudsCurtis, mm-hmm. where I take some massive bong hits and also show some behind the scenes of me editing the YouTube videos. It's true, he takes some massive bong hits, and if you feel like watching some weird esoteric artsy bullcrap of me listening to, you know, like, elevator music while in black and white smoking a bong or a blunt or something like that, go to at GoodBudsShank where you can follow me. And, you know, like, I would absolutely appreciate it, especially if you buds go and click that main account, because you will get all of the announcements of upcoming stuff. Very important. Exactly. But the other thing that's mainly important is the fact that I have a bong packed right here, ready to go. And I have a bong packed right here, ready to go. And hopefully the buds at home, you have your bongs packed, your bowls packed, your joints rolled, your blunts rolled, your vapes ready, your rigs ready, whatever your proper medical is. Or if you have an edible, you can eat that. Mm-hmm. And with all of that, let us bu- 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 blaze it. Toke, toke, smoke. Toke, smoke. Wow. So, Curtis, <coughs> how's, that, how's that feel for, <coughs> for your brother? <coughs> You good? Wow. You good? Okay. I'm golden. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, overly fucking sweet, mm. like extremely abundantly overly sweet with the tiniest little bit of like lemon in there for a little bit of sourness. But it was really cooling, really easy to smoke, really easy to hit, really easy to smoke a lot of it. Also with a high volume of smoke. Yeah. But it was just was overly say you made a cloud. Like, it was overly sweet as fuck. Hmm. Shit, I don't really know what else to say about that, but holy fuck. I'm going to try for another one and see if it kills me, but this might be one. I think this is going to be one of those creeper strains where it's like, oh, it's completely fine. No problem. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fucking ripped off my ass. Insert dog sitting at fl- sitting at table while everything's on fire around it meme. This is this fine. Is fine. Yeah, but no, I'm gonna hit this again. Shank, how about you, sir? What are you feeling on? Um, man, sweet citrus and berry. It hits me right up front with this beautiful kind of sweet, very like orangey slash like fake orange. Again, it's that fake orange flavoring. It doesn't have. It almost has like the pop syrup flavor. You know what I mean? Like the the way that like yeah. soda syrup has that flavor to it. It almost has oh, that yeah. to it with the orange, which gives it this really artificial orange flavor, which is really cool. It, and it's tangy overtone, like it's really good. It's the acidity, 
I like. Um, it hits really nice, very strong. Um, and honestly, it was stronger on the way out than on the way in, and it settled in behind my eyeballs, man. That's why I said I'm golden, because that toke went right to my head. Like, I felt <laughs> that one up in my sinuses, like, it immediately was behind the eyeballs. Nice, warm, fuzzy, happy feeling. Um, and that was a fantastic hit, and I really want to smoke more of it, but obviously, before we do that, you know, we gotta take care of something. Oh, yeah, we gotta know what the online opinions of the other stoners who are online, and, you know, give their opinion, give our opinions to the online, because we're other stoners online giving our opinions to the online. Opinions. So, for the Tropicana Kush, what I found on Leafly.com today mm-hmm. is that... Tropicana Kush has a euphoric and relaxing body high effect, and this is paired nicely with a happy head high, and not much is really said on Leafly's end, you know, in terms of, like, how they usually have stuff categorized and yeah. organized and stuff. Um, however, I was able to scroll a little bit further down into the comment section, and one user did state, good for crippling anxiety. Excellent. So I don't know if it's just, like, good for crippling anxiety or if this guy needs help. Yeah, or whether it's good, whether it helps you with crippling anxiety or gives you crippling anxiety. Regardless, Hey, if you want crippling anxiety, this is a good stream for it. Regardless, eight people found it helpful. So. Cool. With that, what did they say about your strain, Shank? Well, Orange Crush is a fairly popular strain, apparently. There's a lot of good reviews on Leafly and everywhere else for it. Um, luckily, I found out that it is a very happy, uplifting, and energetic strain, but it's also good for if you just feel like chilling out and relaxing. Um, you don't necessarily need to do any high-energy activities, which is great, because I'm not a high-energy kind of guy. I might talk a lot and sound like it, but I'm very much chair-bound. Um, but uh, they do also say that it may cause dry eyes and mouth, um, so having beverages and snacks nearby is a good call, but as always, like Curtis and I always say, we have beverages nearby, we are always prepared, seasoned stoners. Seasoned stoners, garlic powder. Garlic powder. And, included with being a seasoned stoner and being prepared, I have a joint rolled right here ready to go. And I have a joint rolled right here ready to go. And now it is time that we take some dry hits before we blaze them, because we need to see if we can get some extra flavor from them. Good buds. ASMR moments. Mm-hmm. Woo-wee, sweet lemon. <laughs> oh my goodness, Curtis, so how's that tasting, bro? I, sorry, I spoiled it. Woo-wee, sweet lemon. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Man. Yeah, it's 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 just more sweetness and lemon. All yeah. the way through. I know what the joint's going to taste like. Yeah. This is going to be good. How about you, bud? Uh, artificial orange. Uh, it's that fake, delicious, fake orange that I love. Shank, Honestly, I love Shank, it. Sh- Shank, you mean, hooey, oh, sorry, artificial I mean, orange. Sorry, hold on. I mean, hooey, artificial orange. But, uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so, so hooey. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's artificial orange. It's very sweet. Um, It's got that, again, that, that soda syrup flavoring that i'm you know like that any everybody out there knows the taste of it's got that kind of flavor with oranginess my dad used to work for the company i know i'm drinking it directly yeah you got this down you know how it is it wasn't good for me and i really should have diabetes but that's that's fine the dire the diabetes i really should have diabetes by now (laughs) diabetes no yeah honestly it it's fantastic man it's got i get a good flavor from it and i am 
Excited. We need to get more. Yeah, we Am need right? more. Yeah, we yes. absolutely do. Then you know what the time it is. Buzz, mm-hmm. we've given you long enough. Hopefully True. you have another joint rolled, another blunt rolled, a bong packed, a bowl packed, a vape ready, a rig ready. Take another bite of your edible. It is time once again to bu- 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 blaze it. Tok Tok Shubo 420 Tok. somewhere. Tok Tok. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, dude. This is Okay, I, again, you buds at home know me. I'm going to say it. This is a joint weed. <laughs> but, but yeah, oh my god, it's so delicious, man. How's yours tasting for you? <laughs> Sweet lemon. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Artificial orange. Yeah. Um, no, it's doing great. It's burning very smooth. I got a very nice resin ring already fucking created around it. <laughs> nice. And just a, a, a sweet lemon all the way through. Mm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, man, I'm feeling the same way. That dry mouth hit me right away. Luckily, I have my Tim Hortons coffee right here. Not sponsored. Sponsor me, Timmy's. Um, but... <laughs> you know what? I am getting a bit of the dry, dry mouth now that I'm in a joint, so, you mm. know... Uh, I'm just going to take a sip of my Pepsi that I have over here on the side. Hashtag not sponsored. Sponsor me, Pepsi. Yeah, straight up. Give that man some money. But, uh, but put no, me honestly, at the half, this... Put me at the halftime show. No, we, we, oh, man, we'd rock that halftime show. We'd go in fucking full Buds regalia. Break into Sweet Victory halfway through. Sweet, sweet Victory! And then, but only do like 15 seconds of it and then stop so that all of the people who wanted it get pissed off. Like just enough to cock tease them. Yeah, just enough to cock tease them again. And yeah, no, that's what I'm referring to, right? Well, just. I know. Just enough to cock tease them. That was a shit show and a half. And I fucking love that they did it, but I hated it so fucking much. I know it was like it was like it was like a trolling to the next level, like million dollar trolling. I think it, what was worse is the fact that I didn't see the Super Bowl. Mm. So when the halftime show happened, everybody immediately blew up Twitter and the rest of social. I was gonna media. say yeah, I don't really watch so sports ball. So I immediately <laughs> rushed and I'm like, dude, I gotta watch the whole halftime show now. And I was sat on YouTube and I watched the entire halftime show fucking from a. You know, shitty ass video from somebody who recorded it, mm-hmm. and got all the way to it. And I'm like, that, that was it. Yeah, son of a bitch. You sons of bitches. Noni, what did you want? Noni. Oh. <laughs> Noni. Noni, what did you want? <laughs> Straight up, no, I can see that though. And like, honestly, like I like I said, I'm not a huge sports ball fan, but when they did that, like I was just like, I was like, fans are like. Rumor is they're going to be doing Sweet Victory during the Super Bowl. And then they actually did it for like five fucking seconds. <laughs> like they it, just did like the trumpet intro and yeah. then it was somebody else. Yeah. Like, and I think the week, like, honestly, yeah. the weekend or some shit came in there. And I don't even know. That honestly, wasn't the weekend. It was the year even, before, I think. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I, oh, no, no, no. It was uh, shirtless Adam Levine. Oh, God. It was that year. Because everybody was like, yeah, remember it was the year that it, like, it, he re- he revealed to the world that he looks like a high schooler's do- like, sketchbook? No. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's forget about that. Let's, let's cover him back it. up. And yep. let's cover him up in some nice apparel from our sponsor. Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? 
If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you Lumenspot for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. Thank you, Lumen Spot, for covering up Adam Levine's Adam Levine fucking shitty so tits. Much, man, Adam Levine would look so much better with that fucking Lumen Spot gear. Exactly. He would, he, he would just shine. shine but, out my other th- <laughs> but other things that shine in the world are the fucking... The, mm. Fuck it, we have news stories for you in Weed News Worldwide. And in our first story for Weed News Worldwide today... I, I, well, it's the day after Halloween, so, yeah. like, here's the factor. Here's the fact of the matter. Um, trying to find a news story relating to cannabis is very difficult around Halloween because the same fucking bullshit has been brought up for the past five or six years now, and that's, make sure you check your kid's candy so check that way nobody's... Check your make sure... Check your kid's candy. Check make sure nobody's putting THC lollipops in there. Put People's putting weed in your THC, your kids. kids Are your kids doing weeds? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, we've gotten this for like past five, six years now. uh, Before we even started doing the podcast, we got it a lot last year when we were trying to do the podcast. And this year, I found a story that perfectly goes with mine and Shank's opinions on Mm -hmm. this. So we'll finally talk about it the day after Halloween. And this story comes to us from New York Times. Or links are downstairs in the description below, and this is the fact that the ta- the tainted Halloween candy myth just won't go away. Despite nope. a lack of evidence, warnings about dangers lurking in treats have been an annual ritual for decades. And the newest twist, obviously, like I just mentioned, involves THC, involves weed, specifically THC infused uh, snacks, edibles, lollies, candies. Just edibles in general. You know, my kid got an and apple, and I saw one whole weed was stabbed right inside of it. They were just waiting for my kid to bite into it. In the syringe and everything. Yeah, it's right in the syringe. <laughs> <laughs> one whole marijuana. Uh, so, according to this uh, new source, as children go trick-or-treating, it is exceedingly unlikely that your neighbor neighbor will put a razor blade in an apple, poison a wrapped Snickers bar, or in this year's version of the same old story, swap THC-laced gummies for regular candy, tricking innocent youngsters into accidentally getting high. <laughs> Historically, <laughs> such days. acts have not have not just been rare, but very close to completely undocumented. The lack of evidence has done little to reassure parents, the police, and some in the media who have repeated the most the mostly unverified claims for decades. For the most part, and we'll say it because we also look into this stuff. Yeah. There has literally never been a single actual documented case. There no. has never been documented cases of this type of shit. On record, there's never, there been... Has never been a documented. The only time that children there's have been... had cannabis edibles, like it has happened that children have ingested cannabis edibles, but in that case, it was because a negligent parent didn't put them away in a proper place where the kid couldn't get to them. In the right. and you know and the child got into them without the ch- adult supervision. It's never been. Oh, I'm gonna fuck up these kids. <laughs> and we'll like, get. No. I'll get to the weed specific ones in a second. But first, but even with are, like yeah, drugging there cases. There are. 
there are two specific cases that I guess started and perpetuated the idea mm. of this being a thing. Yes. And these two specific cases I'll talk about right now because they mentioned them in the yeah, story. We, we can touch on them yet. They're important. So the first one happened in 1959 where a dentist in California handed out laxative pills that were coated in candy, which caused 30 children to fall sick. And the police said that roughly 450 pills were made, but they were able to catch him before he was able to hand out, you know, all this candy. Well, he was a dentist, Obviously, so yeah, this is one, he's fucked up. This is one dentist. This is one guy who has access to all this stuff. This is not a ring of people who was trying to do it. This was one isolated incident of yep. a crazy person that the police did catch. Yeah. Now, this was the first ever And it wasn't random ep- either. It was all children who had visited his... You know, like, it's like, you know, it's all like... You visit his house. Yeah. Now, there was somebody who has specifically tracked, you know, recordings of this type of incident in the newspapers. He said everything went quiet up until 1982 when cyanide-laced Tylenol pills killed Mm. seven people at the beginning of September, which prompted a couple of copycat attacks, which more people feared that with copycat... Uh, becoming a thing, that it would go all the way into October and people would start handing out candy, which was never the case. It didn't happen. Yeah. Because, again, exactly. that was that was an isolated incident where, where it was somebody... Actually, I remember reading about that case, and the person who had done that actually had poisoned several in different stores, but it was because he was trying to poison one person specifically, who he did, I think, manage to poison... No, no, he did manage to poison this one person, but, to, one throw, to, but to throw off the trail, he made a, mm. he put them in other places so that other people would get sick and die, so it would look more random, as opposed to a targeted attack. I remember reading about that. That, ma- like, that makes it, sense. He basically but anyway. poisoned a person with a Tylenol-laced or whatever, and then fucking, yeah, right. like, that was... But that's, again, oh, yeah. an isolated fucking incident of weirdos being assholes. And since this was around the time of October, people remember it going into October or have mm. remember that fear going into October. So yeah. that kept becoming a reoccurring fear. And yeah. then as social media and internet videos becomes more popular, yeah. then you have people Somewhere telling tales. Yeah. Then you got people telling tales of razor blades and apple. Or oh, I heard, I heard in some town somewhere a kid found a razor blade in their apple or I heard somewhere that someone found, like, you know, it's always, yeah. it's never, it's never, I hear so. like, it's it, never I saw this happen or I personally took this fucking shit out of my kid's candy bar, like, you know, like this kid's candy bag and look at it. Like, it's always a, right. oh, I heard somebody somewhere that this happened to. <laughs> and the couple of times where you do see actual video of it, it's hard to tell now if it's an actual, yeah. you know, they just pulled it straight out of the candy bag or did they pull it out, put the razor blade in there, put it back in there, and now it's like, hey, look, this stuff is actually real. It's fairly obvious. Most videos now are pretty transparent on the internet when this kind of thing pops up every single year. And we're going to see it after Halloween, guaranteed. This episode, actually, right now, as this episode airs, you buds at home You're probably, probably gonna will see s- it. You're going to be seeing it already, but on your TikToks, on TikTok and on YouTube and other places, you're going to see videos of people like, oh my God, I found this drugged, this THC candy in my kid's candy thing or whatever, right? And I I guarantee guarantee, you, you know what? I'm actually going to say it right now. I'm going to guarantee that this is going to be the new trend for this year for Halloween is for after Halloween is look what I, I can't believe somebody put this in my Halloween candy and 
It's gonna be gonna like a fucking like Beats by Dre headphones, a, <laughs> or a ceiling fan, or yeah. they're just gonna pack the most ridiculous thing. Bass guitar. <laughs> I found a whole fucking bass guitar in my candy. I found this a whole year. fucking bass. Look, I opened this bag of Skittles from my fucking from my candy bag this year. Boom, whole bass guitar. <laughs> Make sure you keep your kids safe. <laughs> keep your kids safe. Make sure they don't become bassists. But I, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so these are the only yeah. two recorded incidents by police that have ever happened. There's yeah. never been, you know, there's kids who have claimed that they found a handful of needles. Mm. There's the kids who found, you know, uh, apparently there was heroin in some. I think that's but... more a reflection on the neighborhood that you're in. Exactly. That you're trick-or-treating in. <laughs> so as always, be safe and be sure or to, you know, check your candy if yeah. you're really unsure. And it's check, pretty safe well, to check see. Check your kids' candy anyway, because somebody might have given them raisins and like that's just fucking You, you need to know who you them. fuck. You can't subject them to that. So check your kids' candy, make sure they didn't get any raisins or candy corn. Or popcorn balls. And like, you know, like, you know, make sure you scam a few things for yourself. But you know, like yeah. don't worry about Parent the tax. fucking the cra don't worry about the crazy ass drugs and shit like that. Exactly. Now, as for the THC in particular, yeah, one person specifically said on here. Uh, let me find the quote. <clears throat> uh, let's see. This was from Joel Best, a sociology professor at the University of Delaware, who had studied the topic since 1983. Yeah. Um, who's he's, he's the one who's donor. been he's the one who's been studying been studying it all the way back to that dentist yeah uh, he found virtually no evidence of it ever happening in real life despite the annual ritual of headlines and warnings and he says this spreads primarily among people who have no idea what this stuff costs a 500 milligram bag of thc infused cheetos like snacks can be found online for 15 dollars and up while thc laced imitations of sour patch kids will cost at least 20 dollars that price makes them something few people would just give away yeah. And he's completely right. These things are expensive yeah. as fuck. They're delicious. And you need yeah. basically two or three of them at a time to get high. And you're not, not going to individually wrap, yeah. wrap them. And you're not going to give away the entire fucking package. And again, not only that, but most of the people who I know who are cannabis enthusiasts wouldn't fuck around with that kind of shit anyway. They'd be like, why would I give my drugs to children? Like, what the fuck? Like, if you went up to any of the people I know, and I know a lot of human beings, and you said to any of them, hey, on Halloween, you want to give out some THC candy to kids and not say anything, just kind of hook. They would be like, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? You need to, like, no. Like, if you do first that, off, I'm breaking your legs. <laughs> first off, you're a bad person. Yeah, you're Secondly, person. you're a completely fucking terrible person, and I'm going to hurt you if you do it. And third, if you just don't want that candy, give it to me. Give it to me. In exactly, fact, this right? is a robbery now. Yeah, in fact, in fact, <laughs> now that I know that you're willing to give it away, give it to me right now, and if you don't give it to me, I'm taking it. <laughs> you know, like, because I'm not going to let you give it to kids. So, exactly. like, you know, so, and like, that's just fucking, it's just a stupid thing to think. Exactly. Nobody's going to be giving away their THC-infused candy or snacks just because it's Halloween. Yeah. And if they are, it's going straight to the parents, and they're going to be like, yo, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Parent tax, but even, yo. <laughs> but even then, parent, most of the time, they just give out a beer. Yeah. Which I've seen that multiple times. Parents oh, yeah. stand outside by a fire pit, and they're just like, oh, are you the parent? Yeah, here's a beer. Enjoy yeah, exactly. Or they come to the, or they come to the door, and the, you know, it's like one, one for the kid, and you know, it's like, do you, it's like you want, and they look at the parent, they're like, you want a beer, and the parent's like, mm-hmm, and they're like, here you go, take it from a cooler and give it to the parent. Yeah, hell yeah. Exactly. Gotta be there cool was like that, one, yo. there was one time where I was chaperoning a couple of my younger 
friends per se. Yeah. And uh some adults offered me alcohol when I was only like nineteen. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. And they gave me a whole <laughs> shot of fucking Captain Morgan. Nice. Like, as a Canadian, I'm like, as a Canadian, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's that's legal age for Canada, right? So in <laughs> yeah. America, in America, I had two years to go. Yeah, yeah. you can like, die oh, at 18. My... You can die for your country at 18, my... but you can't drink for your country till 21. Yeah. That's the most broken thing ever. Exactly. Oh, I'm 21. I just left my ID in my other costume. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice, but that's pretty badass, man. And like, obviously, we don't like you know people. If you're checking your kids' candy today, exactly, be aware if there's any THC candy in there, it's probably for you. Yeah, make sure you grab it for yourself. But with all that being said, this story comes from the New York Times. Be sure to check it out for yourself. There's a little bit more in there, and always be aware, be safe, all that good shit. Steal your own candy. Be alert, stay safe. And with all that being said, Shank, what do you got for us? Well, my story for the day, my first story for the day, is uh, actually it comes from international waters. It's a fairly short story, but it's a happy one. So, Italy has finally gotten, they went out and they decided they were going to get a referendum. Like, do a referendum about legalizing, well, not legalizing, but decriminalizing cannabis. They needed 500,000 signatures. That's a lot of people. 500,000 signatures. Um, in order to get this referendum passed, in order to get it before the lawmakers so that they can slap it down and, you know, get it put into law. So they got fi- they got all 500,000 signatures in one week. Um, so they decided to put forth a referendum in Italy to decriminalize cannabis, and it's on track. That's Well, it's already passed, surpassed the 500,000 signatures that it needs to be considered by lawmakers prior to September 30th deadline. So they made it pass easily. Got right. It. Um, it's just being reported on now, though. Um, so basically, if it gets approved by, by their Congress, then Italy would become just the fourth European, European Union member that would have the reform being passed. The, that would be... They would join Portugal, which oddly enough decriminalized all drugs. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. Um, the Czech Republic. Quite also, an Oregon approach to that. I know, right? Um, also, the Czech Republic and Estonia. Um, nice. So, within four days, it had 420,000 signatures. And uh, basically, uh, after uh, after the uh, week's time was over, they they managed to get all the signatures they needed. So under Italian law right now, possession of personal amounts of cannabis is punishable with the suspensions of suspension of your driver's license, while cannabis sales are met with two to six months worth of incarceration. So it's not like years; they're not locking, you, but still, they're locking you right. away. And that fucks not up super bad, but yeah, it fucks up your life, you know. And um, so uh, Giuseppe Civati, uh, founder of Possibile. Uh, Progressive Party, which is a political party that's promoting the referendum alongside other groups, told your active that Italy's politics has long been completely static on subjects that are considered taboo in purely electoral logic. And the current government, including everyone from the left to the right, doesn't help. So what they're saying is that their party essentially aims to actually look at subjects that the government usually is like, we're not talking about that, we're not talking about that. Because they need to be talked about, you know, sometimes they need to be discussed, they need to be talked about, like, you know, sometimes it's uncomfortable talking about, you know, human rights violations, but you gotta do it, you know, because otherwise, you know, otherwise it won't get fixed, so that's essentially what they're saying is that sometimes they need to talk about the difficult subjects like cannabis legalization and everything else, because, you know, just because you don't want to talk about it doesn't mean it doesn't need to be talked about, and, uh, so he added that the referendum being done, uh, it's, the referendum process has become much easier in Italy uh, due to the introduction of digital signatures, uh, which cuts organization costs. So they can, they're allowed to get essentially di- digital 
signatures online. Correct. Um, before it had to be physical signatures, which would be nice. probably impossible right now in the current pandemic world, right? Um, Absolutely. And so, um, essentially, it's one of those things that, uh, like, the it's allowed them to get out there, branch out through the internet, share through social media, grow the thing, and get all five hundred thousand signatures within the time allotted time limit. Um, and it's and it's strange because uh, it says here that the legalization of divorce and abortion in Italy was achieved through the referendum process. So essentially, it was illegal to you know get a divorce or get an abortion in Italy entirely, punishable by jail time. Uh, but they essentially another cam um, like so, basically, through referendum by getting people to vote through signatures, they were able to get the law passed. Um, the law has changed, and uh, oddly enough, another campaign to legalize euthanasia has already surpassed five hundred thousand as well. So just people to allow them to just kill themselves when they want to die, like. You know, but, I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you're suffering from a no, I, I've always been of the opinion yeah. that if you're suffering a terminal no. illness and you want to choose, if you choose to end your own life on your own terms, then there, nobody should, you be, should able be able to. Yeah, yeah, nobody else should be able to say shit about it. Um, but overall, that story that came from Gonjapreneur, I love that website. There's going to be a link down below for you in the, in the uh, description. Um, but uh, that's pretty much you know the long and skinny of that story. If you want to click on that and read some of the actual full quotes that they have and that kind of miscellaneous jibber jabber, you are more than welcome to do so. And uh, well, but, uh, do it after you're done listening to uh, Curtis's next story. Exactly. When we go from the long and skinny to the uh, uh, strong and scaly and the thick. the thick. And with that, I have to say we have our next story coming to us from Yahoo Finance. Dot com down below yep. in the description you can check that link yep. and what we have is mike tyson says he wishes he smoked cannabis his whole career and that makes sense this is a statement that came from him specifically when yahoo finance uh went to go talk to him about his new line of cannabis tyson 2.0 which hey. is coming out soon so Boxing legend Mike Tyson may have pulled off an impressive return from retirement last year with an unofficial draw with Roy Jones Jr. It was an interesting fight from the highlights that I saw. Yeah. But <laughs> unlike, but the heavyweight champion is being not so secretive about his methods for fighting Father Time. Iron Mike credits cannabis. It's the same so, way I stay young. Same way. Same here. Shit. So as I said, he was speaking with Yahoo Finances oh, for the de for the debut of his new uh, Tyson 2.0 cannabis line, which is a partnership with cannabis company Columbia Care. Mm -hmm. And the 55-year-old former boxer said that he wished he smoked cannabis his whole career instead of drinking. He said, quotes from him specifically state that my life was miserable. I was out of control. I was fighting with everybody. If I if someone asked me for an autograph, I'd punch them in the face. I was just a mess, and then after I retired, I started smoking. Uh, what a mistake that was. I should have smoked my whole career. I should have <laughs> smoked when I was fighting because it put me in this different state of mind. I'm very relaxed, and the more relaxed you are, the better a fighter you are, at least in my case. Um, so, Tyson also yeah. noted that heavyweight has faced repercussions for his, or that he's uh, faced repercussions for cannabis in the past. Yep. He had a 2000 victory over Andrew Golata, which was changed to a no contest following a positive test for cannabis. Yep. So even so, Tyson seemed to have no regrets over it. Again, more quotes from him. He says, I broke his cheekbone, his eye socket, his rib. I should have been doing this from the beginning. And I, Wow. And I said, wow, I got fined for that. 
of course, but it was worth it. Every bit of it. I yeah. think of it as an enhancer. It makes me better even in the ring. The punches don't hurt as much. It has a lot to do with my comeback. Uh, he also credits psychedelics for his comeback, so I can just imagine Mike Tyson on shrooms or acid. Oh my god, him being high on fucking peyote, just fucking swinging in the ring. Jesus Christ. I'll get you, fucking coyote! <laughs> Wiley coyote, I swear to god, I'll get you! Um, oh my god, that's fucking Maybe wild. that's why he was trying to bite his ear off. Oh but my god. As Tyson but, well, 2.0, yeah. as Tyson 2.0 chairman Chad Bronstein, or Bronstein uh, explained, tapping multi-state operator Columbia Care for their footprint of dispensaries across more than a dozen states will help get the brand's cannabis line out as widely as possible. And with Tyson 2.0, the key is to going to be retail scale. There's a lot of opportunity in all markets, and they think that they'll see more markets come on board over the next few years. So hopefully that's one that we'll actually be able to get here yeah. and in Canada because it sounds like they're trying to open it more as opposed to just being its special secret yeah. California retail, which I think they did with the first Tyson Canvas yeah. brand, if I'm correct. And I, know, and I know I've read a lot of articles saying that essentially even though a lot of strains are only legal in certain states or in certain municipalities like in California or something like that, right? right. Um, I was reading that when a lot of production is ramping up right now for cannabis production that's basically outpacing the growth of sales in those states and people yeah. are and like financial people that are way smarter than me are hypothesizing be, that they know that the federal government is going to pass legalization so they're ramping up production so they'll be able to meet scale when it goes exactly so it's obviously smart to get into the cannabis industry yeah. now if you're a you know, high-paying celebrity, obviously yeah. it's going to be ramped up soon, and the more of them who get in, the more likely it is to go through even mm. more. And with that, there are other athletes who have joined, such as uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks tight end, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk. who has also who also credited cannabis while he was in retirement for alleviating pain. Before yeah, Gronk right. resumed his NFL career, he even signed an endorsement deal with CBD Medic, um, and not even... I mean, we've mentioned a whole bunch of celebrities yeah. before, and yeah. this article specifically mentions uh, Martha Stewart, whose CBD brand is growing, by the way. Awesome. So, GG, Martha. That, but absolutely. No, and, and we've said it before, we've talked about athletes, and it makes a lot of sense for people who are in high-contact sports to get into cannabis after they've retired. It makes so much sense. <laughs> but that's yeah. basically what I got for this story. There's more on it in the link downstairs in the description if you want to check that out for yourself. And Shank, what do you have for the final news story? Well, for my final news story of the evening or day or morning or whatever for the podcast um, is going to be another one where some weed got taken by the police. <laughs> so, essentially, uh, this one comes from a California. How much? Uh, $8.7 million worth. Okay, so, okay, notable. So notable what do we amount. got? Notable amount. So uh, basically what ended up happening is that the Special Investigations Unit, or the SIU, of the Stanislaus County Sheriff's Department, or SCSD, I'm just going to call them the Stanislaus County Sheriff's Department. I'm not Sheriff's You know Department. what? SCSD isn't that bad. Skista. The Skista. <laughs> uh, didn't get their man or woman or person. Whatever. They, uh, didn't get their person. But they did find a hefty haul of cannabis with an estimated street value of around $8.7 million. Um, yeah. So essentially what ended up happening is they've been checking out this house for like a while. 
They've been scoping out the house, keeping an eye on it, and that kind of thing. For a while, and they've been kind of like, mm, we think there's weed in there, but we're not sure. Mm. So, basically, you know, they ended up kind of going in and, uh, you know, finding 7,000 pounds, or uh, that's 3,175 kilograms, of processed cannabis act after executing a search warrant that they finally got. Um, <laughs> so, there's a a picture here of garbage bags full of cannabis because they had garbage bags full of cannabis. Um, so the SCSD, whatever, uh, whatever, uh, the department is committed to eliminating what has become a lucrative black market for illicit, illicit cannabis, marijuana cultivation, make your weed cheaper and they won't sell it on the streets anymore. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, they say that the likelihood of violence, environmental contamination, public health hazards, and other neighborhood dangers are significant, and that's not untrue. Whenever there's a black market that pops up, then people start defending their black market, and if they yeah. do it under the radar, it's just a dangerous situation. Plus, um, we've sense. already seen how multiple, you know, illicit black market cannabis grows can definitely hurt and harm the environment oh, and nearby so surrounding areas. So bad. Um, like, it's terrible. Um, yeah. So basically, all they say that although the residence has been subject to an ongoing and active illegal narcotics operation, no physical arrests have been made yet. So <laughs> essentially, there were they haven't arrested any people. Um, and so well, a lot they of people haven't found any people. Yeah, so a lot of people on social media uh, fell into two groups, basically offering congratulations to the SESD for a job well done for catching the black market sellers. I mean, personally, <laughs> just give it to me. I'll take it. I'll make sure it goes right. away. Um, and uh, other people asking why no arrests have been made. And it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe just they just got the search warrant expecting people to be there, and there were no people there. And now that they've busted it, they oh, know wow. that the people aren't going to go back. Um, so, yeah, so the, they basically have boxes and boxes, Home Depot boxes, actually. And uh, so, like, and they're all filled with cannabis. They're all completely filled <laughs> with cannabis, and it's absolutely amazing to look at. But uh, they're saying that uh, recreational medical cannabis is legal in California, and you can grow as many as six plants for your own personal use. So if I wanted to, you can, in California, I could grow six plants for myself. But I can't right. grow, like, 7,000 pounds of cannabis. Of course. Um, uh, but um, they are hypothesizing that the cannabis wasn't, ever grown there because there's not any grow op equipment or anything like that it's not set up like a grow operation so they're assuming that it may be it's from yeah. just a storage house yeah. so basically they, they're assuming it probably came from when the wildfires were going on up in the hills they cut their plants down really quick because a lot of people had to harvest their plants really quick and instead of harvesting and processing on the mountains they had to get them off so they just moved it down into that house right the real question is are these you know, fully processed plants in here, or are these like uh, still on the stem, semi-dried plants? Well, that is a good question because in the images that they show, they are all bagged up still. Um, it is still in yeah. black garbage bags, but they or in do, boxes. Pro right. They do say it's they do say it is processed cannabis though in the article specifically. So I assume that it's at least processed to the point where you can at least half of it and not have it rot. Right, at least seven thousand pounds of it yeah. has to be processed stuff, but yeah, there looks like there could be a lot. I know more there could 7, be there pounds. could be so much more, and yeah, so I mean, I'm sure that it like you're not wrong. It does look like there could be an awful lot more. Um, so basically, uh, what they're saying is that processing cannabis with the intent to sell and without a license is a felony, and this applies if, among other things, the defendant has a previous conviction for a violent felony or has at least two prior convictions for misdemeanor marijuana possession with the intent to sell. So essentially, they're not going to be 
I think that what they're saying is that they're not they're, they don't really charge people necessarily the first time unless they have a previous like conviction for it. They don't give they, right. it's it's a it's a misdemeanor I think the first two times and then it's a felony. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Nice. Which is interesting. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, but that's about it for the article. That one comes from 420intel.com. You can check out that link down below in the description. And uh, that's it for my news story. Yeah, that's it. That's I'm done. Well, if that's it for your news story, that's it for my news story. So I guess that's it for Weed News Worldwide. Big true. And uh, before we get into the next section of the show, I need to tell you, Buds at home, uh, well, actually, I'll let Curtis do it about this advertisement. Hey, Buds. You really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? You really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com and let's get back to the show. God damn, Curtis, you sounded exactly the same that time like you do every other episode. It's incredible. I know, it's almost like it's pre-recorded, but Shank, how are you feeling? Man, I feel great. The strain is fantastic. I feel very uplifted. I feel very funny right now. I'm probably not. I mean, it's more You're than not, likely but... one of those dad situations where I feel like, you know, like, dad's always like, <laughs> and, you know, it's not actually funny. You're giving me a semi-chuckle every once in a while. Yeah, it's good. As long as I get an exhale out of the nose every now and then, that's all I'm asking for. But uh, I feel <laughs> I chortled. Great. I chortled. Uh, I giggled. But uh, no, I feel good, man. Um, it's a great strain. Very balanced. Um, I don't feel stuck to my chair at all. I feel like if I wanted to get up and move around, I could. Um, I don't want to, but I could. Um, yeah, but how are you feeling, Curtis? I Sabinia. I'm feeling syllable. Nintendo oh, 64. <laughs> um, no, I'm feeling pretty relaxed. Uh, nice, calm, head high, euphoric e ish. Uh, I don't feel like moving a lot. I definitely want to just chill and play video games. Big true. I, I, I definitely want to chill and play video games. Um, but it's probably what we're gonna we're, do. Probably. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely want to smoke more of this too. Like it's. Like I said, it was a creeper strain. I thought I could smoke a lot of it at first, but now I'm starting to feel a little high. But I want to smoke more of it, and yeah. I want to feel more high later. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Then I pick up your bong, good sir, because I have mine picked up, packed right here. <laughs> and mine is picked up and packed right here. And hopefully you buds at home can do the same. Join us in some way, shape, or form. It is time to bu- 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 blaze it. Tok tok shka folk. And then we get to the conversation. Hey, buds, and welcome to the conversation portion of the show. Today we have a very special segment. Curtis is going to be doing a one-on-one tutorial with Good Buds Isaac on how to roll a blunt. Isaac, are you excited? Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> oh man! So Cur- yeah. Curtis, ob- obviously, you got to tell the buds at home what we always uh, always take care of. Of course, before we get Isaac to smoke out of a tube of bluntness, we have to smoke out of our tubes of glassness. I have a bong packed right here, ready to go. And I have a bong pack right here, ready to go. And Isaac, uh, obviously you will be partaking maybe later, possibly, we'll see. Um, yeah. But as of right now, are you drinking anything? 
I got my cock vanilla again. Ah, oh, there we go. Your vanilla. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, man, fucking censor yourself with this goddamn oh. Christian Minecraft server, for fuck's sakes. Seriously. But with all that being said, whatever you buds have at home, your blunts, bongs, joints, blunts, doesn't matter. It is time to bu bu blaze it. Tok tok shaboke. Tok shaboke. That orange crush is potent. And that Trapicana Kush. <laughs> Is Tropicana lashes. Okay. I don't know what I don't I don't exactly know what Tropicana's uh slogan is, but it's fucking good. Yeah, it's fucking good. Um, you know what? So... Tropicana, make that your slogan. Tropicana. Yeah, Tropicana. It's, it's fucking, fucking good. good. No, it's great. Um, but before Curtis gets started with the tutorial with Isaac, I would like to remind you, buds at home, this would be a great time if you haven't clicked it yet. Click that subscribe button. Click that follow button. Whatever you got to do, just so you get notified whenever we pop one of these episodes up on the air. And with all of this, Isaac. First, a couple questions, good sir. Have you ever rolled a blunt before? <laughs> no. Why do you think we're doing this? Have you ever rolled a joint before? <laughs> no. Why you have you ever been? This? Have you ever been the guy in charge of doing anything with the weeds? No. We helped to make that pop can one time. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just making sure you know I have my bases covered. I need to know where I'm starting at. Um. For the buds at home, if you would like to join us in this basically audio-only tour of how to roll a blunt, um, sorry, this yeah. is gonna suck. Yeah, and I do roll well, blunts every once in a while. You know, I know, but I do roll blunts every once in a while. But I'm not the greatest blunt roller of all time, so I might even be squiggly a little bit. But we're gonna work through this together, buds. We all got this. All right. So first and foremost. Blunts can essentially come in multiple different forms, per se. You can have the cigarella form, where you essentially have to cut it open, remove all the bullshit out of there, and then pack it back up. Uh, me and Isaac today are using just normal blunt wraps. Uh, specifically, I'm using a zigzag. Yeah, zigzag French uh, French orange wrap. Huh. Uh, what does it say on yours? What do you got? I got a zigzag... Grape. Oh, Ooh. grape. Grape is a really good blunt flavor, too, because it's like one of those flavors that really comes through well in the smoke. Like, I find some yeah. flavors are just like a scent. It's more of like it smells like this or whatever. But with grape, you usually get a lot of that nice grapey flavor. Now, the first point with anything whenever you're trying to enjoy cannabis properly, I think, is you have to grind it up first. You got to break it up. Just smoking it straight from the nug is right. kind of unfortunate. Gotcha. So gotcha. obviously, there's some of the best things that you can use. Like I, I, scissors, Isaac, why, why do you, grinding. Isaac? Why are you making Wait. lines? Wait, why, Isaac? Why are you using a credit card? Stop making. No, you don't make lines, Isaac. I, no. Quit, Isaac. No, stop rolling up the dollar bill. Okay, no. Okay, okay. hold on. Okay. Hands down. Hands down. Okay. Um, okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, at least he got his weed busted. Exactly. So you want to get the weed busted up pretty well. Um, you want to get as many of the seeds, stems out of there, anything that can puncture through, anything that's not going to taste good. Remember what Afro Man said. Yeah. Pick out the seeds and stems. Good night, hell. Palm Escape from yeah. Um, and we're not going to be going with a filter today. So just straight up. What we've done is we've unrolled our wraps. We have the 
side that's kind of curled inward facing upward. What we're just going to want to do, Isaac, is just sprinkle a bit of that weeds on in there. No, very important thing, Isaac, is the way that you can hold it is kind of hold it with three fingers. So you've got like, yeah, so it's just kind of spread apart like that. Like spread them cheeks a little bit while you sprinkle it in there. Yeah. You can also, you don't also no, 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 have no. to hold Not your you don't have to. We'll do that later. Oh, not, no, not that those. Yeah, we'll cheeks. do that later. Oh. Okay. But yeah, you don't have to hold it. You can also just let it sit down and just kind of like give it some grip just so you know where it's going. And we're just going to go ahead and sprinkle a lot. Isaac, quit. No, not in t not Isaac, quit making lines. Okay. Sorry, sorry, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so and, and so you want to try to make it even, right? At this point, try to make it kind of like evenly distributed when you're sprinkling it in. So it's not like a ton of it at one end and not a ton of it at the other end. Exactly. Just kind of make sure it's even along the entire length of the blunt. Now, me and Isaac are rolling with about hmm, about three quarters of a gram, a little bit less than a gram. So looks, yeah, it looks right around. These it. are going to be these are going to be small blunts. These are going to be you know nothing to write home about, but personal they are going to be functional and they're personal exactly. Yeah. So none of us should be rolling party blunts anymore, anyway, guys. Post pandemic world. <laughs> exactly. Every to each their own. Yeah, everybody gets their own blunt. Way better. <laughs> That's how we've always and done it, it anyway. <laughs> exactly. And if you vote for legalization, everybody can pitch in and buy their own. Yeah, everybody can get their own weed and then pitch in and then you're all just smoking together having a good time. So if you have a little bit left over, Isaac, it's not too big of a deal. The next step is gonna lose a little bit out of there anyway. Yeah. But I see. Ne the next step is the slightly messy step if you're not a pro. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to try to work with you on these hand motions as best as possible. Now, what I can do if you want, Curtis, just uh, just for the buds at home, um, I can describe the stage we're at now. So right now, Curtis has the blunt wrap in his hands. He has the weed evenly distributed along the entire length of the tube, and it's now being held by, you know, it's suspended by his hands in the air in front of him. Um, and it's like nice and evenly packed all the way down from, you know, end to end. And he's just holding it by one end right now. Like just kind of making sure that it's spread, it's do, open, but it's ready to be closed if he wants to. I do have about a one centimeter, uh, gap on each end of the blunt. Fucking just so it's, uh, staying inwards, mm -hmm. you know, that's room that you can put a filter if you want to, but that's going to get shortened down a little bit later anyway. Yeah. As you, we're about uh, to yeah. When you hit the next stage. First, our next stage. So, Isaac, look here. Yeah. So, what I like to do is just take the two ends and just kind of roll it in your fingers to kind of roll it into a tube inside of there. No. So, what you want to do, Isaac, is uh, pinch the just... two halves between, yeah, between your hand, and you don't want to roll it into a tube just yet. Like, what you want to do is put one piece of yeah. uh, the one, one piece just... of the paper on the inside. And kind of roll it like uh, you're trying to roll just the weed. Like you're trying to wrap it in a blanket almost. Yeah, see? Like, look, Isaac. Yeah, no, Curtis is at the next stage there. You can see he's got, uh, he's got a nice little tube. You're not trying to there. wrap it up yet. You're just trying to get this weed all into a big cylinder all the way through. A nice little tube. A tube of weed. So, so I just kind of roll it be the both uh, long ends of the paper between my thumbs. All right. 
So and Isaac's getting nice and meticulous with it. He's got that. He's got those nice little delicate fingers for doing the blunt rolling. Oh yeah. So <laughs> once you've gotten to the point where it's in a nice little uh, tube, the weed is and self. That's when I start rolling the one side of paper that's closest to me. I start rolling it down. So see how much of a bigger edge I got there. Yeah, you want to have and a nice I... back, the backside be tall. Exactly. Then once I get to there, I roll it inside of itself. And I take that big, big flat piece. And I bring that back over. And that's the part where it starts getting a little difficult for most. So you want to do but, it along the whole length of the paper. Use the flat to your use the flat to your it. thumbs. What's that? Stage one. Sorry, right. no, no, it's okay. So, so basically, what you want to do is uh, you'll lose some weed. <laughs> like some weed might fall out during the stage, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so what you want to do is uh, if you look at uh, Curtis's camera there. Like, see how he's got, like, he basically is taking the, uh, taking the, the blunt wrap and, and just sliding one half of it, like the front half down and rolling the weed inside the tube as he does. Mm -hmm. e -e. Like he kind of like rolls the weed inside the tube. And this is also where you can start licking at one end, just if you want to help it, uh, solidify its shape. So I just do a little lick there. And I roll that over. And now I have part of it starting to retain its shape. Once it's down, you can lick a little bit more on the outside. It may not stick immediately, but it will start sticking. Now with blunt wraps, unlike joints, with joints, you can lick them way too much. Like you can lick off yeah. the sticky, but with blunts, you want to saturate the paper so that it'll stick because most blunt wraps won't they're water activated or liquid activated so they won't activate until you actually soak them so you kind of right. got to get it a little bit soaked on both ends on both ends make sure it's rolled up now the little loose part that is coming off and wherever it's going to be sticking down you want to make sure you have a good level of moisture on there So yeah, and don't don't section. be and, and don't be afraid to squeeze along the seam gently as you do that because like as you can see what Curtis is well Isaac can see what Curtis is doing but you buds at home can't but I I'll have described to you you can gently pinch along the seam just to kind yeah. of seal it down a little bit like flatten it down and make it I so have I have flattened it out but I am gonna round it out later mm, yeah. we're gonna that's mostly just to stick this make sure that the sticky seals because you can mm -hmm. you can shape that you can shape the blunt once the sticky's been sealed down. Hell, I mean, right. I fucking smoke flat blunts sometimes anyway. Like, there have been many times that I've rolled just a flat blunt, days. and I just said, fuck it, and just lit it. So, if, you, if you're if you not worried about aesthetics, once you get it glued down like that, then that's usually okay. But I know that now, it's, it's harder to pack it a little bit and to put a filter in if you want it. Now, for the next layer of sticking it down and making sure it's good, do you have a big lighter next to you? That's one thing we forgot to mention. Uh, like, a, like low flame, a, uh, a low flame. A low flame lighter? He has a torch, which is a... Oh, no, oh, yeah, no, no that's no, perfect. not a torch. That's perfect. Go like this, Isaac, and just run it right along that seam that you just licked on. This will kind of dry it up a bit. Just Not gently. so much. Yeah, just yeah. gently, once or twice. You're yeah. not trying to light it. You're just trying to heat it up so that way that even sticks even more. Yeah. Okay. 
Right, you want to hold that up to the camera there for a second, Isaac? We'll see your uh, progress so far. we can so far. see so far. This side. Yeah, stick, okay. Don't we're be gonna, afraid to wet gonna... it more and like stick it down more too. Like if you yeah. if like if the seam is popping it. up because you're gonna use that plastic tube that came with your blunt in order to, to do the next it. stage. Yeah, to do the next stage that Curtis will walk you through, uh, which is gonna be the shaping stage. And you can take some of that weed that fell out onto your desk and put it back into the blunt. The shaping slash packing stage. Yeah. yeah. So that's the next step. So just gentle touch with the flame, yep, yep. and then yeah, and then nice, just nice. touch down. There you go. Look at that. So Isaac has completed. So now the stages we've gone through so far, buds, just to recap, is we have packed the weed. We gingerly put the weed in by sprinkling it evenly throughout the blunt wrap. The next stage was the shaping stage, which we rolled the blunt back and forth, the paper, back and forth, back and forth very gently to make that nice tube of weed on the inside. Then we move on to the next stage, which is the rolling stage, where we take that weed tube, wrap the blunt around it and roll it all the way up and then you want to get it nice and sticky at this point nice and wet at this point so that you can stick it down along that seam start at one end like Curtis said and then very gingerly wet the entire paper so it's nice and wet and then stick it down to itself pinching the blunt gently so that you can evenly distribute the seam and then just heat it gently with your lighter to dry that seam up a little bit because if there's too much moisture on that then you'll have a hard time during the shaping stage and uh, you'll have a you'll have a much harder time during the next step that Curtis is going to walk us through here in just a moment once uh, once right. Isaac is on the same pages. We are all set on that page. So right now we're at the packing step. So what you essentially want to do for this stage is figure out what end is going to be your lit end, what end is going to be the end that you're sticking in your mouth. Whatever end you're sticking in your mouth, get a nice firm pinch of that. And with the plastic tube that came with ours or any packer or stamper that you have, you're going to want to insert it into the other end and pack down whatever weed is on the inside. That's going to do multiple things. First off, it's going to give you a nice cleaner hit. You don't want it to pack down because otherwise it'll be much harder, but you want it a little bit more packed down so it doesn't just burn super fast. Uh, it's going to shape the blunt. It's going to make it a lot more round and a much, <coughs> lot more lively. Uh, it's going to put more room in the end of the blunt. So if you want to pack more weed in there, you know you have room for it now. Mm -hmm. and or if it's you want to easy... put a filter in, you can put a filter in. Yep. And it's as easy as just filling it into a tube as opposed to having to roll it around the rest of the blunt now. The first part was basically just, you know, enough to fill the blunt. And this is what, or enough to shape the blunt. And this is what fills it. So when you have more in, you can just add it to the tip of the tube and just pat, pack a little bit more down. Yeah, so Isaac, how's, your, how's yours going there? I see you're fiddling with the sticky a little bit. Now, don't get too finicky with it. Remember, you can just kind of squeeze it down, just squeeze it down a little bit, and it doesn't need to be, like, perfect, perfect, perfect. Like, uh, just, like, because, like Curtis said there, if you just, just, pinch, pinch, just pinch one end gently. It's very fucked. It doesn't matter. How fucked? Uh, start like some of the sticky stuff is already ripped off. That's okay. That's the whole okay. thing is a sticky stuff. Yeah, the whole blunt wrap itself is a sticky stuff. Just make sure you're licking the paper and the piece of the paper where it's going to contact on itself. And don't go, don't go too crazy with it either, right? Like once you've got like the it's general a... tube shape, then you're okay. You can kind right. of say you're looking for a general moistness. Yeah. In terms of how to slide it. A general moistness. Moist for all the people that hate that word. 
<laughs> but um yeah no so it's uh so now once you pack uh once you get the weed there isaac if you just gently like whichever end is kind of looser I'd, re I'd recommend um would be a good end to kind of like a good end to kind of pinch on like you know like because curtis said like you pinch just one end gently and then you pack the other end with the tube so like what you do is just whichever end seems to be a little bit looser to you just kind of pinch that end with two fingers to seal it closed and then on the other end of the blunt use your packing stick that little clear plastic tube that came with the blunt wrap and just kind of like gently poke in like just to kind of make a shape like make sure it goes inside the inside paper you wanted it like because there's you'll see like paper wrapped around and then you just kind of pack it in there gently and then you can take a little bit more weed and sprinkle it in that end and then just pack that down too and once the end is full you can pinch it and you can kind of gently just twist it off like not twist it twist it but just like pinch it and turn it enough so the weed won't fall out there you go it's looking like he's holding the blunt i mean on the camera here from what i can see it looks like uh yeah. looks like isaac's holding a blunt which is the end goal right exactly hell yeah and and so if if you buds at home are following along and you've got something that vaguely resembles a blunt then i'm proud of you and comment down below and let us know Comment or down go below. to our Facebook and post a picture there. Show us Hell what yeah. you got. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, fire, you know, fire an at, at us on Instagram or whatever. Like, fucking, like, let us know. That'd be super cool. Speaking of Facebook, they're changing their name to Meta. <laughs> I just feel the yeah, need to mention that. It's pretty meta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there so I go with that. that same joke again. That's the same joke. Best joke ever. Sticky, sticky board stick. That's all right, man. If the sticky's not sticky sticking, like it's not, it's not the end of the world. It'll still mostly stay sealed, right? As long as you kind of yeah, like hold just it. Just give a bit. Just give it a wee bit of pressure. Yeah, wee bit of pinching. Wee bit of pinching along the seam line. Give it a little bit of that Freddie Mercury and David Bowie. Yeah. Or uh, my chem or my chemical romance and the used if you're emo. Yeah. Which I am. Pressure. Pressure. <laughs> Wasn't that bad. No, not bad. Honestly, my chemical romance was honestly they were more of a rock band than an emo. They were a rock band disguised as an emo band, which was really great. I like that. Yeah. No, I fan I'm I'm a big fan of theirs. Okay. And I love Gerard. I love Gerard Way's fucking uh, like his work with the Umbrella Academy and shit like that as well. Like that's fantastic. It's a damn good comic book. Uh, so, so how you doing, Isaac? How's it sitting there for you? Terribly. Looks good. Hold hold that closer to the camera for a minute. Let me see what you're working with, because I want to see what the issue uh, what the issue seems to be. Like, oh, I... don't worry about that, man. Don't worry about that. Like, forget about that. Ignore that. Ignore that completely. Like, once you shape once you shape the blunt and you pack a bit of weed in there, you can pinch the tip and roll it up so that it won't unseal. So what, what I did is is just kind of like yeah, Isaac. Hold up. Look at Isaac. Look what I did. Curtis's way. I, this is the end that I'm going to be smoking out of. 
so I pinched it flat. As for the other end, the end that I'm not going to be smoking out of, once I pack that full of weed, I ripped the rest off. Yeah. So if it's the end that's fucked up, you can literally yeah. just pack it down and rip that off. Yeah, so don't worry don't worry too much. If there's part of the sticky that's sticking up, it really ultimately won't matter when you're blur- when you're burning the blunt because what will happen is uh like when you're burning the blunt, it'll basically make it so that the the sticky doesn't matter. The airflow will go through the inside of the blunt wrap the entire time anyway. So and if it doesn't, you, yeah. you'll see where it's coming out of, and you'll know where to put your finger. Yeah, and you just pinch your finger over that hole until it burns past it. And frankly, it'll be 100%, I think. It'll burn 100%. I think. If anything, going... it's more like a choke. Yeah, and, and honestly, don't expect your first blunt to be close to perfect, or your first joint, or your first pipe, or whatever you're doing. Never. Never. Like, it's a lot of people have high expectations for their first draft, and there's a reason why it's called a first draft. It's because it's not the final product. This is your first blunt. If you do it and, you know, you learn from it, that's the ultimate goal, and you will continue to roll blunts in the future and get better every single time. Um, Or you'll start to cheat the system like I do and just grab a joint roller so you don't need to worry about that shit. And, uh... Oh, they're gonna (laughs) cheat the system next time if there's a next one. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's 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 the thing, man. There's there's ways to well, the easiest way to cheat the system is what we do every week on the podcast, which is buy a bong or get a pipe or something like that. Because chances are, if you like, it's the easiest, most efficient, just get fastest way to roll and it. Just inject one marijuana. One right marijuana. One marijuana is directly to the heart. Get one of those like adrenaline shot syringes. Right into your peepee. Yeah, right into the peepee. <laughs> and you. Did. I inject. <laughs> I inject one marijuana's in my peepees. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah, and, like, honestly, it's just the the reason why pipes and bongs and stuff like that are, like, really a good preferential smoking device is because it requires no prep work. You just grab the bong, grab a nug, you can bust up the nug into the bowl as you're busting it, and then just, like, smoke it immediately, you know? So there's no extra prep work, there's no extra, like, you know, but with joints and blunts especially, like, a blunt is more of an experience. With a blunt, when you're smoking a blunt, it's a thing, you know, like, I mean, uh, well, for us, at least, you gotta, you, know, do a lot. Regularly. you gotta do a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing, you know, so it's a process and it's kind of like, it's kind of like making a high quality cup of coffee, you know, like you can have coffee and love coffee, but if you make like a super high quality, good, wicked cup of coffee, then fucking it's go- It's going to be better. I feel like this would be better. <laughs> Actually, I think Eh, you don't need a grinder. And that's one of those stoner engineering things, being able to work with stuff you don't exactly have. Remember, there is also other, or as we mentioned, there's other methods of smoking weed. There's other smoking of, yeah, there's other smoking, or other methods of smoking weed, other methods of grinding shit up and stuff like that. One of my favorite methods when I don't have a pill bottle or scissors or a knife or any, or sorry, when I don't have a grinder or a knife or anything is a pill bottle and a nickel. If you throw a nug in there and shake it up with a nickel or a penny or something in there, it'll fucking bust the shit out of that weed. Pretty interesting. But yeah, it looks like you have a very decent blunt going, at least. Decently far from it, buddy. 
buddy old pal. You're right. It looks goddamn phenomenal. Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. That's funny. Absolutely. Now it's time to cancel you. That. I don't know what looks terrible about it from your perspective. Yeah, fuck it. I think it's done. Yeah. Any extra that you have that is just kind of bullshit, rip that off. Rip the zoot scoot scoot. And as far as it's looking for my end, you got a fucking blunt, sir. Isaac, that's a blunt. Isaac, that is a blunt. <laughs> so there you don't go. Matter if, it don't matter if it's floppy, it's sloppy, it's doesn't need to be perfect. Doesn't need to be even. Doesn't need to be the same thickness all the way through. Doesn't need to be. It can be it limp. Needs... It can be twisted. It can be bent. It, just like a penis. Every blunt is a good blunt as long as you're doing it proper. Proper. There's thing with it. two things that it has to do. It has to contain weed. Yeah, which it and does. It has to smoke. No, it has to smoke. We have to find that out. And we have to find that out. So, <laughs> while we all, so let's just quickly set up and go to the good bud smoking lair for Isaac. Oh, and here we are, buds, in Isaac's secret smoke cave. It's my old room in the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's AKA our, AKA our third smoke fashion. Yep. That's right. Our, our third right. smoking spot, I should say. Yeah. Um, But we have our blunts rolled. Shank has a joint rolled because mm-hmm. he was not able to get a blunt wrap this nah. episode. But it's all right. It's all good. Whatever you got, you roll it up. Whatever you buds have at home, blunts, joints, blongs, bulls, vapes, eggs, whatever, edibles. Yeah. It, is time. it is time for all of us. And Isaac included. Isaac uh, included. He's got, his, he's got his first blunt that he rolled himself. You buds got to smoke with us because he rolled the, this blunt for you buds. Exactly. With all that being said, it is time to bu- 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 blaze it. Toke, Oh, there's Isaac's blunt burning. I see a cherry. Oh, ah! it's burning good too, Isaac. Congratulations, buddy. You have a successful hey, looks, blunt. Looks pretty round. Looks like a blunt to me, man. Now, do you have? Yeah. Now, is it hitting pretty well for you? Are you Sweet. tasting pretty well for you, or is it tasting pretty well for you? I should say. A little bit. Is it a lot of weed flavor, or is it a lot of like grapeish flavor that you're kind of getting now? Um, I think it's those. It's it's way better than the can. Hell oh, yeah! It's oh, a step for up. sure, for sure. The step up. Yeah. For me in particular, this was already a very citrusy strain, but the French orange, definitely I'm getting that more creamy orange citrusy with it as opposed to just straight up like lemon sweetness. Okay. I don't know what I'm just so tasting here because I don't know the strain. Yeah, just so I don't feel left out, my weed tastes exactly the same as it did during the podcast that you buds already listened to. So it tastes just like that joint. Nice. <laughs> Now, Isaac, are you noticing any uh, spots where there's, like, smoke coming out from it? Like, any other leaking holes or any shit like that? Should be able to see it burning if you just got it, like, laying sideways. Nice. Good seam. You you had nothing to worry about. Your seam is good. Seam is solid. And you have a fresh blunt that you can smoke. Put it out whenever you want. Relight it whenever you want. 
Yep. No, and uh, like we said before, with the, with blunts, the best thing about them is that you can light them, like take a few puffs if you want to, and then just kind of put them out. And then you've got like the rest of that blunt to smoke after. You can just kind of like, uh, like relight it later on, hit it some more, you know, put it back out. It's amazing. Or take it apart and fucking pack it in a bong or a bowl, whatever you got yep. available. Yeah, and in Isaac's case where he doesn't have a device right now, like, I mean, he can just keep it around, just have the blunt, you know, just... And Isaac, a very important tip that most stoners will say, save the roach. You'll yeah. need it later. Save the roach. Yeah, save the roach. Because, well, that's the thing is roach weed is amazing anyway because it's resined up from all of the hot resin that's come out through the joint. Oh, yeah. And that's like, oh, like, all, all on that weed. Oh, man. But on, mm. but on top of that, it's most of the time the fucking less, uh, you know, last stage yeah. before you have nothing so might as well get the best stuff you can it's the last bastion the la yeah the last bastion before no cannabis um Sick. but uh yeah honestly it's it's uh you know it's one of those things that when you've got a nice blunt rolled and you can hit it and you know like just kind of like have a good time with it it's it's you know like i said an experience and and i'm glad that you know isaac could share this experience with us it's pretty fucking sweet um, and one last time for the buds at home let us b -b -b blaze it as we all hit our joints, blunts, whatever the thing, at the same oh. time. Oh, shit. Well, no, I got you. Inhale. Oh, God. No, it, it, uh, yeah, it's already. I think you're already lit still. Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit my bong because I feel like hitting my bong. Oh, back it up quick. Yeah, I got it right here, brother. It's already packed. All right. Then b -b -b blaze it or hit what you already have lit. It is time. Very nice, very nice. Oh man. And with That's all amazing. of that Well, now I can say we're gonna have Isaac roll us one for next for the road. <laughs> and we will see you buds next week on the Good Buds Podcast. Later, buds. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share this with all of your buds and everything else. Bye, buds. Bye. Bye.